You're listening to Fit Girl, Your Guide to Getting in Shape. This is podcast episode number 205. I'm Kira Langolf, your host and guide to getting in shape. As a professional fitness trainer, it's my job to get clients in shape quickly and keep them healthy. In this podcast, I'll reveal to you the shape up secrets I use along with training, nutrition, and motivational tips and advice. I'll set you straight on what works and what is a waste of time, and I'll be your guide to your best body ever. Check out my websites at fitnessmakeover.com and coachkira.com. In this episode, part three of the ABCs of Positive Motivation, tips from the popular ebook 100 Health Tips and How to Get It for $1, and what to do if you're burnt out on training. If you follow me on Twitter or the Facebook page, which is Fit Girl USA, you may have seen some of these posted already, the ABCs of motivation. And right now we're up to the letter N through T. So let's jump right in there. And if you've already read them, that's great because this will be a great reinforcement for you. So with N, never lie, cheat, or steal. Always play a fair game. Now, that sounds pretty simple because you think, well, I don't lie or cheat or steal at all. And you need to think about the fact that this applies to you. Your self-talk, your missing workouts with a lame excuse, or cheating on your nutrition program. It's easy to remember not to lie, cheat, or steal from a friend, but how often do you do it to yourself? How often do you cheat yourself out of a workout or lie to yourself about something being healthy and on your program to eat and it's really not? So make a point to catch yourself when you're not playing fair with yourself in terms of your workouts, your nutrition, even setting your goals. Make sure you always play a fair game. The letter O is for open your eyes. Now I just learned a little principle called the horse attitude and horse sense. Apparently, horses see things two ways, how they want things to be and how they should be. It's this type of focus that's going to make sticking to your program manageable, having a clear vision of how you want yourself to look, as well as a clear vision of what's achievable. You know, a friend or a trainer might be better qualified than you to to tell you what is exactly achievable for you. Now, this could be body type, it could be running a marathon, it could be a multitude of goals that you might have for yourself. So it's always a good idea to get someone else to give you some feedback on that. Because you really don't want to have unrealistic expectations because that's just going to set you up for disappointment and failure. So be sure to know what is realistic for you to achieve before setting goals. Now, here's an example. My vision would be to have really tall, lengthy legs like my best friend, but realistically, I have shorter, lean, muscular legs. So I'm never going to have what I might be visioning or wishing, and that's okay because I have the proper goal of having lean, muscular legs because that's achievable for me. So focus on what is achievable for you and your body type or your athletic ability. That way you're sure to reach your goals and have the success that you deserve. Now the letter P could have been a lot of different things, but for this case, we're going to say that practice. Practice makes, and if you say perfect, you're wrong. Practice makes it permanent. Practice creates your habits and you practice things every single day without even knowing it. 
Practice makes your habits and those can be either good or bad. So think about your good and bad habits. Think about how often you practice these things and think about how you can make some changes to improve those bad habits because all it is is repetition. Now repetition is great but if you're always repeating something incorrectly it's always going to be incorrect. It's, it's not going to magically change into something that is perfect. So it's just that repetition that's going to ingrain it as a habit. So make sure that whatever you're doing or even saying to yourself is as a habit is something that is positive and productive and is getting you closer to what you want most. Now for the letter Q, you may have actually heard this phrase before. Quitters never win and winners never quit. So you get to choose your fate. Are you going to be a quitter or a winner? Now sure, not every winner is the number one winner, but anytime you accomplish something, you're still a winner because you've stayed true to your goals and true to your training and true to what is important to you. Now there's also another phrasing that if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. And it kind of goes along with both because if you don't have a plan, you're probably not going to win and you're going to feel like quitting. So it's important to have a plan. And that's why programs with workout nutrition plans are very popular. You follow the plan, you get results. Simple as that. Without a plan, you're lost and you're not going to get closer to your goal and you're more likely to quit. And if you quit, you're never going to win. You're never going to get to that goal. So have a plan and just keep plugging away at it. You may have setbacks or whatever, but the winners never quit. That means you'll get to your goal eventually. Just don't quit. Now for R, it's ready yourself. So it's kind of like preparation. I told you there's a lot of P's that we could be using. Motivation is also about preparation. Because remember, these are all tips to help you with your motivation. Now you need to listen to that little voice that's inside of you telling you to get started. That little voice that says, get out of bed, go to the gym, go eat your breakfast, make sure you eat something before you go to work. All those little voices of things that you know you should be doing that you might not necessarily be doing right now. The reason why you want to listen to them is because you want to hear them and do what they're telling you before somebody else does. Now that means you might be thinking about getting onto an exercise program or thinking about eating more healthy or losing weight or whatever. So don't wait. Start now. Don't wait for a doctor to tell you that you have diabetes or heart disease or you're obese. Take the initiative. You know if you're not healthy. And you know if you don't have healthy habits, it does catch up to you eventually. So start now before doctors or others force you to do what you should have been doing all along. And an interesting point on this is that uh, it wasn't raining when Noah started to build the ark. So if you start in advance, you're going to be prepared and ready for when the time comes now on the letter S, we also have another P word involved. It's procrastination. Stop procrastinating. Face it, nothing good ever comes from procrastinating. You know how great it feels when you get the worst stuff done first. And let that be your motto, worst things first. And that way you get those out of the way under your belt and you're going to feel so much more motivated to do all the rest of the, the things because they're easy ones. So once you tackle the things that you want to procrastinate, then you're going to feel empowered and you're definitely going to accomplish more than you ever thought possible. 
So stop procrastinating. Now, T is take control. Take control of your life and your actions. Discipline and control go hand in hand with motivation. Both are key factors to self-improvement. You take responsibility for what you can do. Sure, occasionally parts of your life are not in your control. But before you think that something is not in your control, be sure to evaluate if you are just making excuses or if it's really something that is out of your control. For example, eating. A lot of times people think that it's out of their control because they're going to dinner. Well, you can learn how to make good choices. You can learn about the better bad choices. And that way you are in control. It may not be ideal. It may not be perfect, but you're still in control of your life and your eating. Same thing goes with your exercise, missing workouts. Sometimes people will say, I have uh, this event or that event, and I have to miss a workout. Well, do you really, or can you get maybe five minutes done or 10 minutes or something that will at least help you feel better and stay on track? So you do have some control over that as well. Like I said, sometimes there's situations that are completely out of your control, and that's why it's so important that when you are in control, you take advantage of that. So when you do have the chance to do a five-minute workout before you go pick up the kids, just do it. It doesn't have to be fancy. It doesn't have to be anything super exciting or with any equipment, just something to get your body moving. Now, on the topic of taking control, this is a big part of our Fitness Makeover workshop. This workshop is actually part one because it's the most important one of them all, and it's titled Gaining Control of Your Habits to Create the Body You Want. It's actually combining two of those motivational letters, one being the habits, which is the practice makes permanent, and then of course the taking control of your life. And it really helps to weed through all those different things that you sometimes don't take advantage of as far as your time management and your different resources you have available to you. Anyways, if you're interested in having the the fitness makeover workshop, gaining control of your habits to create the body you want, then send me an email at kira at fitnessmakeover.com and uh, I'll see if it's popular enough to put one one together online. I got to tell you though, it's by far the most popular one when people get through it when we do the workshops. Most people go into it saying, I don't really need this. I'm, I can manage my time. I can you know, create habits and whatever. And they end up leaving being so surprised at how much they were missing out of taking control and getting more out of their life. So if you don't want it now, you'll probably be seeing it in the future. There's a popular ebook called 100 Health Tips. And at the end of this podcast, I'll tell you how you can actually get it for $1. Now I'm going to give you a preview of some of the tips. And they're very good tips, especially for uh, weight loss, but just also for health. The first tip I'm going to review is being conscious of what you drink. Sodas, coffee, sports drinks, energy drinks, uh, alcoholic beverages, these all contain a lot of calories and that can add up very, very quickly. And these calories can definitely make their way to your belly or your thighs, your target fat zones even faster than anything else. And a lot of them have a lot of sugar and of course that's going to get turned into fat more readily and you definitely don't want that. So when you do feel thirsty, that means you're dehydrated, so you definitely want to have water. 
more than anything else. Now, if you get kind of bored with just a regular glass of water, squeeze some lime into it or squeeze uh, some lemon into it or even just a little bit of some sort of flavoring in the form of crayon apple juice or any other kind of juice, just a teeny little bit to give it some flavor. Of course, you know, you don't have to do that. You could do iced tea without any sugar. There's certainly a lot of different ways you can go as far as spicing up your water, so to speak. Now, that also goes hand in hand with the next tip, which is to reduce your sugar gradually. So since a lot of these sodas and such have sugar in them, if you eliminate them, you're going to start reducing the amount of sugar that you have in your daily diet, but you can also start reducing the sugar you have in different beverages or cereals and keep taking it down until you don't need the sugar anymore. White sugar doesn't contain any vitamins or minerals and brown sugar contains just a very small amount and almost no nutritional importance at all. And honey, even though it is natural, so to speak, is still sugar. And sugar and honey are going to be fattening. And they're also going to rot your teeth. So, I mean, there's definitely different reasons to avoid sugar. So be aware that when you're looking at things that are natural, that that can give you a false sense of health. Because sugar and honey are natural, but they're not always that good for you. Sure, they taste good, they make things taste good, and like everything else, you just have to keep it in moderation and make sure that you're not having sugar calories that you really don't need. Now, the last tip I'm going to share with you in the nutrition section here today is one about labels. And we've done a podcast on this previously about how to read labels. And it's very important not only to look at the number of protein, carbs, and fat grams, but to know the intended number of servings per package before you even buy it or before you eat it or both because some things can be packed into smaller packages and they're really made for two or more persons so if you look at something you need to say okay if it's uh, the serving size is this and it's supposed to have this many servings calculate it out I mean figure it out it doesn't take much to say if there's more than two servings and something is 500 calories a serving that's not going to be good for you if you're trying to lose weight so take a little bit of time to do the little calculation and see realistically if this is a bag of chips and it's 300 calories for one serving and there's five servings in this one bag but realistically I'm going to eat the whole bag then you need to do your math So 5 times 300, well, that's your daily calories right there. And if you can't do math in your head, guess what? Everybody's phone has a calculator, or most everybody's phone has one. So use that calculator to figure it out. Because realistically, if you're going to take that bag or box or whatever container it is, and you know you're going to eat the entire thing, that's not going to be doing any good for you, your health, or your diet. Now, if you look at the bag and say, well, I'm going to have half, and half is within a reasonable amount of calories, then you're okay. So labels are not just about the carbs or the fats or the proteins or the sugars. It's also about the serving size. So many people fail to realize this, and they'll eat a whole pack of something, making the calories double for the day or triple, depending on how many servings are in that item. So next time you go to buy something that may be a little bit of a treat for yourself, Make sure you check the servings and figure out how much calories are going to be in that entire bag or box. (music) 
Now in training, we've all had this happen where you're just burnt out. You just don't feel like going to the gym. Maybe you're a little bored with what you're doing. You might be tired. You just feel like sitting on the couch with your hand in that bag of chips that you just figured out how many servings there are and how many calories it contains and do nothing. Well, what do you do to overcome that? I'm going to give you a couple of ways to eliminate what I call the burnout blahs. Now, of course, your first thing would be to listen to some older episodes of this Fit Girl podcast because, of course, you'll be inspired by the motivation segment or you might learn a new training method to try or new exercises. But in addition to that, the biggest thing is to just mix it up. Take an exercise class or use a DVD workout. Sometimes you just don't want to have to think. Following an instructor in a group exercise can give you the variety of exercise you need without the boredom and help eliminate the burnout. And that might even be something you end up throwing in your mix all the time just to keep everything fresh. You could also work with a trainer, learn some new exercises, give yourself a month to focus on doing proper form, which means use light weight, and then have a session again with the trainer to check that you've learned the proper form and that you've created the proper habits by practicing properly and you are good to go on those new exercises with heavier weights or whatever and you really have them mastered. Now you could also have the trainer incorporate those new exercises into a program for you. And that actually is one of the uh, ideas you could do to mix it up anyway. It's just to have a trainer write a new program for you. Something that includes exercises that maybe you wouldn't want to normally do, but sometimes it forces you to do it and hey, it's mixed up and you're avoiding that whole burnout situation. Now, this next one is kind of similar to that. um, At Club Fit, you have predetermined workouts and you only see what those workouts are through time. So you gain access to them when it's time to have the new workout. So there's no overwhelm, there's no decision making, it's not on your head to think about that. All you do is just log in, get your workout, and do it. Now, the easiest thing is to focus on a different type of exercise altogether. Maybe taking a beginner yoga class or a Pilates class or go buy some DVD of a type of workout you've never done before, kickboxing or boot camp or whatever. Any type of exercise that's new to you. It'll usually take two to three, four weeks for you to master. And after that, you'll be ready for another change and right back on track with your exercise. Now, the last tip for getting away from those burnout blahs is just to take it outdoors. And you've probably heard this before. Take a walk, use a park, go and do the monkey bars, do some dips, do some rock climbing, do some pull-ups, lunges, play tennis or play basketball. Um, Basically, just stay active. Take a break, maybe from the weight training or your normal exercise routine, but tell yourself you'll be back to your regular routine or or the gym or weight training. It doesn't have to be the same exercises, but you'll get back into your normal type of training after two or three weeks, whatever the case may be, pick a date. So definitely set a goal, set a date. All of it is finite so that you know at this time I'm enjoying and then at this time I'm getting back to work, maybe with a whole new program from a trainer with the new exercises that you learned. So all of those, mixing it up is going to be the best way to get over burnout and get right back on track. As always, thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I look forward to giving you all the insights to help you reach all of your goals and to help you get your best body ever. 
If you'd like additional information on these topics and more articles on health, nutrition, and motivation, visit fitnessmakeover.com, allinoneworkout.com, or coachkira.com.